Go ahead, Dot. Hi, Sandy Mackey here with conversations with Ask the Pool Guy. So I had a thought. This is the Pool Guy. Yeah, did Pool you Guy. Do you have a thought? thought? What I kind did. of thought did you have? You know, we talked about you know, we're, we're collecting people on Facebook and on and all of these social media avenues and sites, and that's having just come from the, the show, having talked to a lot of people about those. I think we fanned. Thought about this morning. We've been in the process of putting together a marketing group. Never once did we offer it or mention it to anyone else, first off, which we had an audience that we could have interacted with that probably was either too afraid to interact with us or too afraid to communicate with us later or something. And we had this perfect platform. However, so. Regardless of that. It's a very busy time, and when you're up in front well, of the stage, remembering everything that you could possibly mention, I recognize I that, but that's a bullshit fan. excuse. So, because, hang on, okay. let me finish my thought, then you okay. can say whatever you want. Go ahead. So I think that was something that we hadn't really discussed as to what to do with people, right. other than, you know, we did give them books and we did all of that. But that got me to think then about the marketing group in terms of what we could do with that online. And I think a commitment that we should make is that we do a daily video, marketing tips. Okay. Exclusively for that. Not put onto any of our other channels, but do something, maybe not even daily, but, but more often, oh, something exclusive. I like your commitment to daily. Daily we'll go is good. That. But that idea of being, let's, I do, can do, daily. let's do exclusive I can do. to that group. Okay. I mean, we can put stuff on YouTube and all of that, but if we said that we're. That's the only place this, these particular videos are going and, yeah. and suggestions of you know, marketing ideas and tips. And think of the thousands of things we come up with that we don't implement. Absolutely. Or why we share them. So, that, so was, that was the end result of me feeling like we fanned by not sharing it with everyone else. I did tell them they could go to askthepoolguy.com forward slash marketing where I do have on mm -hmm. there that they could join mm -hmm. the Facebook group if they But that's a lot to. of work to get we there. We did get a few cards from there as well. And the other thing that I can do is follow up and find out if getting the list of the people who attended is a possibility. And that's something we should have done on the front side as well. We should have collected email addresses. Yeah, well, Had people you know, in. it's kind of busy. Yeah, it is kind of busy. It was our first time. I, I, I'm with you. All right, so we're going to take a brief pause from conversations <sighs> with Ask the Pool Guy. We're going to do a timeout, and Al is going to give us his first super secret content for the Facebook group. What is your marketing tip of the no, day I'm for the not. Facebook group? No, I'm not. Yes, you, you are. Can, you can't it put me on the spot. Idea. I said we. <laughs> I said there's something we should do. I didn't say today. Okay. But we should work toward if we if we really see this online community because we should work towards it. Okay, go. Okay. So my tip is that we should work toward <laughs> doing something really special for people. And because we have so many ideas, so many things that could be implemented that, that we're not gonna use that we should share them. So Here's my go. You're I, good. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Here's okay. my marketing club tip of the day. So this is a timeout from our regularly scheduled podcast, and I'm just doing a tip only for the marketing group right now. Okay. Right, here she goes. Here I go. Okay. So my marketing tip for the day is make a goal of getting one video up on YouTube per day. We had so many conversations both in the session that we taught and then afterwards. It seemed like every conversation that we had with pool people and they're like, how are you doing it? We like reiterated stuff that we talked about in the program that we had done that morning. And the secret tip is video, 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 
on YouTube as well as on Facebook. So my first organic marketing club tip of the day is get one video up on YouTube a day. I like it. And it doesn't even have to be good. Think no. About, think about those first ones I sent to you from at the job site of... They were horrible, beyond but horrible. everything vintage becomes cool again. So if you watch a video, were... you know, if you're in charge of putting up the video for your company and you watch something and you're slightly horrified the first time you see it, just wait six months to a year, pop that thing up, nobody will know the difference. That's true. I was never horrified. I, I was kind of horrified. <laughs> I was extremely horrified. I think one of those early videos was even me driving and I put the flip cam in front of me and I was talking about something. Maybe that note never even got up there, but it seems to me that in the last year I ran across that video somewhere. I don't know. I'd have to look back mm -hmm. at our very beginning vintage footage the, the early on stuff. Legendary. The early stuff. Okay, so back to our back to the podcast. Regularly scheduled program. Regularly scheduled. There we go. So just starting from there and thinking about what we could have done, which in life we're full of what could we have done differently or what could we have done more of, and I think the response was sensational. I I think that we performed as talking monkeys as good as we could have, uh, especially... Fun fact. Yes. We haven't edited any of the footage from that event yet, but fun fact, afterwards, our team, we had three people from our team there, Karen, Mark, and Katie, and I think I got questions from all three of them, like, how long had you guys practiced, or how did you know what you were going to talk about? Fun fact, we didn't practice. As a matter of fact, we weren't even like communicating well that that morning. It was a little bit of a I rough. I was communicating. Oh no, fine. I was fine. I, I don't know where you were, but we were not. Were we were not jiving somehow there. <laughs> and you know, Mark even said afterwards he made the comment that it was going to be like almost two hours, and I was thinking I'm going to have to take a break in between. And and he said the two hours just went by flawlessly, and and he was very engaged. And I know Katie and Karen had said the same thing, so that was really interesting. That might be the first time that they had all seen our organic our, marketing process. That's probably which, true. I mean, shame on us, although they could find it anywhere else, but we haven't ever like made them sit in a room with us when well, we, we did that. We've certainly talked about pieces and they've heard all of the elements, but they've probably never seen that start to finish, center square view, what are you, and all of that, and go through it. So you're yeah. probably right, yeah. because they've been involved you know, Katie's been in the marketing club for a year now or more, and so she's seen a lot of the pieces, but maybe not specific to our company. Yeah. She's probably seen us present it as if we're doing it for someone else, mm -hmm. but not, we shared kind of our soul. You know, this is who we are. This is what drives us. This is what helps us make decisions. So that was probably really good for them to, uh, to witness it, that. It was. I mean, from what I remember, I, it was I think, pretty good. Yeah, I think it was fine. You know, that's something that we've, because we've talked so many times together from stage over the years with all the other things we've done, and we've certainly had that comment that it's sort of a flawless transition. Because when you typically have two people on stage, it's sort of that awkward in-between, and I think you and I just learned early on how to pass it back and forth, in which... Really, that's a crutch for me, and I know it probably is for you as well, that when you're running out of the next thought, instead of sitting there going, um, uh, uh, and going through all those things, it's easy to just pass it back you just, over. 
we just, you know, when we run out of something to say, just we just stop talking mm -hmm. and then the other person is there. And that mm -hmm. has been one of the That's keys a magic. to our That's successful a magic piece. style. It, it is a magic piece. And, and <clears throat> wasn't it Fred Pryor who built, I, I think some say has been the largest seminar business in the world when he said in our, in our audience, which was pretty nerve-wracking. I oh, know yeah. at that time it was horribly nerve-wracking. Yeah. And I think he described it as a, a ballet or something, that ability to just pass the baton back and forth. And I think that's kind of a cool thing that we bring to the table. But it probably is a lot deeper than that. It's the feminine, masculine, it's the boy, girl, it's the, all those different pieces too. It's the mind probably, share too. It is mind share. Because when we do a program like organic marketing, which kind of you know, was invented out of thin air. We both have our own take on it. And when either one of us is talking, it's kind of a message coming through us versus us like making it up as we go. Mm -hmm. So it's almost, you know, if you're familiar with the mastermind concept, it's like that third mind that's kind of um, speaking through that as well. So that's and, a and that's, fun thing. that's probably a really true statement there, that whole third mind, because there's Sandy and there's Al, but then there's the Al-Sandy together. That's a whole different element. Yeah. I think people see that in us when we're interacting together doing a thing. And that's a very different entity than either me personally or you personally. And maybe there's some elements of the same, but I think that we probably come across together very differently than we come across separately mm -hmm. yeah so a couple of the fun highlights from the show just by way of reiterating what we did we flew out to vegas on monday we did our organic marketing program on tuesday, tuesday morning. had great audience interaction it's always helpful when people are in the audience smiling and then a handful of people came up to us after the program was over and we got to chat a little bit which was great and then as we were walking through the show, even more people said, hey, I caught your show, and or your show, I caught your program, and it was great, so that was awesome. And then Al had a talk on the floor, it was a splash talk, and uh, fun fact, little secret, he got over there a few minutes early and he was um, slightly afraid, maybe, that nobody was going to show or up. Or relieved. There, there was a part of me that thought maybe this is a relief that no one shows up. So the splash but. talks are meant to be little intimate things. They really have enough seating for like four people to like get together on the show floor and have a conversation. Well, there was people waiting by the time I got there and I think 30 people was like the minimum crowd that Al had gathered at any given point during his program on the show floor. So that was pretty exciting. That was that was quite interesting. People all over the floor, everywhere, and standing three deep in this little booth, and yeah. and that was that was cool. The topic was social media successes, and I think that's where we have so much social proof that it was it, you know it wasn't about let's talk theory about how you could use social media. The talk was social media successes, so it's really easy to tell it from that perspective because we have hundreds of examples of cool little things that have happened as a net result of using social media as a business tool. That being the, the social media success part was pretty easy to talk about our kind of windfall of really cool crap that's happened to us. And me on the inside, I struggle with that and you know that I do, that it's this idea of I don't want to be too boastful and, and I hope and I'm sure there's some of that comes across and I don't want it to be because it's really 
any one of them can do this thing. We don't have a special skill to do this. We've just done it. And we're reaching backwards saying, here, we'll help you come, come take this journey. And I really... We will help anybody. Anybody. Anybody who wants to be on this journey with us. All you have to do, if you're not sure what to do, send us an email, call us on the phone. We will like Text coach us, fax you us, Twitter us. Every yeah, week. Tweet, I yeah. know. If Absolutely. You, if you mm -hmm. want some encouragement, um, we actually have coached quite a few people in our day. And one of our most recent um, coaching experiences is there's two guys out of Texas. They are in the health and wellness industry, nutritional supplements, specifically for um, the CrossFit genre -workout, of people, post -workout pre and post-workout. Yeah. We have a call with them once a week and mm -hmm. they are so eager for advice and suggestions and at the end of every call, well, do you guys have homework for I us? I love that. I was and they are that. like checking it off of the, I mean, their checklist. It's like, what do Sandy and Al want us to do this week? So it's fabulous. So if you're in that position mm -hmm. and you want any help, like we're here to help. Mm -hmm. And it's because we love it. It's because it's this journey that we're on. It's, it's, it's really cool. Anyway, that's for me though. I had this, like I've talked many times before, the tape in my head of my mother with the open up the window self-praise stinks. My mom was, never did that. See, my mother did that because it was it was a Finnish exchange student came to live with us. My mother was Finnish and she knew Finn and, and that was one of his sayings. And for whatever reason, it stuck in my brain like it's important. And, and she was basically saying, you don't talk about yourself. And that was that generation. Well, let's talk about something else fun that happened this weekend. Oh, okay, let's talk about So we talked else. about Tuesday. And then here was Wednesday. This plaque is the Pleco Future Leadership Award 2015, which was awarded to our service guy, Mark Curtis, which he lent me the award to be able to showcase to you mm -hmm. briefly. Very cool. So this was fun. And it's, you know, you're talking about self-praise. And I think when we're on a team, that's one of the biggest benefits it's, that it's, you have of being on a team is mm -hmm. you get to help highlight the each the other mm -hmm. so this is a an award for mark curtis because he is awesome and it's also just a symbol of teamwork because teamwork has made this happen mm -hmm. so and then what's even more fun is watching him try to get that through security on the way back at <laughs> the airport <laughs> that was, was more great. fun security loved couldn't tell what it was tore his entire bag apart to look at it yeah, to see what it was security loved his bag because the shape was pretty interesting it is it's fun but you know that is that uh, that award is a good example of how a team comes together and does things and support each other because you know mark would be the first one to say that without the support in the office he wouldn't be able to perform at the level he does and he's not getting that from me he's getting that from you and your team in the office where the team in the field requires that team work in the office to, to work as well and I do think that's really important and so yes we do need to share in the successes and yes we do need a lot of that and you know what it feels good for people but it's awkward for me and I want to talk about it with passion because I get excited about it but then I also am always hesitant thinking you know there's my mom in the back of my head yelling at me for talking too much about myself and, and that's what I was there for. How do you think people can move past that? Because I do no, no. definitely get that sense out of you. I get the sense out of Mark and I get the sense out of a lot of the pool builders mm -hmm. that we talk to as well. There's definitely some that do not have a problem tooting their own, tooting horn. Their own horn. But there's some that are more understated and I mm -hmm. think oftentimes I find them as a little bit more genuine but in order to 
showcase what you do and be able to put it in front of more people, yeah. then you do need to be able to talk to your, about yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think there's a there's a point too where where it crosses the line. Like, look at I am so awesome because I I I, and and that's probably the worry is that I I don't ever want that to be me because I make jokes all the time when I introduce the whole team to people that they do this amazing work and I take the credit for it because I'm the one in the spotlight so I have the credit given to me for it and it's really a part of a much bigger I'm just a part of a much bigger team of people and I need to remember to always share them with people as well and that's why I try to speak from the word that from our not me this is what we do. We, we, we versus me, me, me because, mm -hmm. you know, Although it's just one of those things. Every team needs a leader as well. And without the leadership and somebody with a cohesive thought to put it all together, mm -hmm. every other person could be doing something, but it wouldn't come together. So mm -hmm. there's, there's a point of that leadership where I think leaders can't be afraid mm -hmm. to take that ownership of their awesomeness as well because without a strong leader, the rest of it would fall apart. Which brings up a whole other point, a whole other thing that came up for me, and I haven't talked too much about you to you about it since, but we didn't. We did touch on it just a little bit. We do not in our industry have a lot of people that can really articulate the words around feelings, emotions, about the industry, about how to really make change in the industry and do something significant in it. And that bummed me out a little bit. That in the conversations with some pretty quote-unquote high-level people in the industry it's it's kind of it's still like a bumbling idiot industry and I think that there's so much to be had and fortunately you and I have, have been on this path of self-discovery slash center square of you for so long that we've dug really deep and I recognize how surface level people are starting to talk about words like passion starting to talk about words like artistic but they don't even know what they're meaning. They're, they're, they're saying the words, but they're, there's not that, mm, that creamy, yummy smoothness behind it yet. And I'm hoping that as our industry develops more, we go into warp speed of let's start living in that space because you and I do with our mastermind, the Al Sandy thing is we live more in that yummy space of life. And that was a bit disappointing and I know We've been witnessing it for years, but I think I was more sensitive to it this time with some of the other experiences that happened. I realized how kind of raw it still is. Well, think about the reason that we started the Insights Group, our entrepreneur support center in the first place. It's because you'd been a pool guy and you were craving more of that. So I don't know that unless somebody knows to look for it, that they're actively improving those skills and abilities. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's a place for an Ask the Pool mm -hmm. Guy training academy for people in the pool business. Not that we want to run a training academy, but because we'd like all of the industry to be able to embrace and communicate a little bit more effectively with each other and yeah. then with the audience and the consumers yeah. in that Well, I think that that way. certainly translates into how people communicate then to their customers, how they communicate with their employees, how they, in all of those interactions, and when it's as, as stilted as it is within the industry, with industry peers, can only imagine when they go out into the world and try to articulate that, there's got to be something missing there. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's some space for words training, ability training. You know, we fortunately know that Toastmasters is a really important thing. It helps you understand your speech patterns. 
I know and recognize those repetitious, pat repetitious patterns that I have in my voice. And I also know to slow my brain down to not um and ah as much as I could, like most people do. And I think everyone should be in that, but we can't make them. But that's just one of those little pieces that, that helps us smooth it. the edges. You know, it, it smooths those edges off so we're not quite so harsh. So <sighs> instead, it's just a little bit softer. And I think that's, and from an industry standpoint, I would love to see that. Because there's so much more to be had and there's so much more depth and richness. And think about our client base and, our, and the customers that are buying our product. Many of them are much smoother. You know, they're... They're, they've lived their lives, they've accomplished things, so they've built this smoothness about us, about them, and their industry sort of crashes into their homes with this rough whatever. And at any level, it doesn't have to be only the high end. Think about someone who's worked their life and they've been able to save up enough or work enough to buy a really basic pool. It's still, they're still way up here compared to the world in general of people so they've accomplished something so they're starting to gain something some smoothness in there and yet our industry doesn't treat them that way and I, I shared a story with after the splash talk there was a gentleman there from Southern California and we were talking about how his business is really similar to my life in terms of got, went from building lots and lots of pools to building just a handful of the ones that he really likes and I was telling him the story of the BNI meeting that I went to where uh, the real estate agent had to play me that week and she put the ducky around her thing and talked about my industry as being fun and family and exciting. And I was rather shocked and surprised because I didn't see any of that. I saw the work and the grumpy and the ugly when she looked at our industry from the outside in going, wow, it's all about fun and excitement. And she shared me. And that was one of those trigger moments that changed a lot about my perspective on life. And I was just resharing that story. And that's really what it is. So we need to really help honor all levels of pool industry people and the customers. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think a takeaway just from this conversation is to reiterate that we do have a group on Facebook where we want to have more of these conversations going on, which is the Organic Marketing Club. If you find Ask the Pool Guy and you're not even sure where to look for the club, just send a little message and I'll make sure that you get in there. The other thing is we are very actively interested in putting together a builder's mastermind and it could be builder or it could be just pool industry mastermind where a group of us get together from around the country and we go to visit each other's um, operations and kind of see what's going on in different parts of the country and continue having these conversations about things that we can do to make the world a better place in the pool industry. So if you're interested in that as well, we'd love to have you involved if you're a builder or you know even if you are a customer a consumer that could add input to this mm -hmm. and would like to travel the country with us to see cool and interesting things I think that could be fun yeah and I think for the the guy or gal that wants to really make a difference it would it would make the impact so much easier if they had a sphere of people to hang around think about for us we have these neat groups that we bop in and out of and it's really cool but for us to have a core within the industry of people that are like-minded, they don't think like us because we don't. if they're just like us, we don't need them. But they have their own set of ways and their own certain way. And the thing that they do is unique and different. But it, we can glean from them and they can glean from us. What a powerful place that would be. That affects change. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I envision calling it the Pool Industry Mastermind, yeah. and I see starting it as soon as next month. So join us. We'll do the first one here. If you can make it in person, great. If we need to blab you in or periscope you in or something like that or Skype that well. you in, we can definitely look at what that would look like. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think let's let's stop talking about it and let's make it happen. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's a good idea. Awesome. So until cool. next time, that's the pool guy.